All right, what is going on, people? I know it has been a while since we have been together, but I thank you. However you are hearing this podcast, I really do appreciate you. I really appreciate you taking your time to go through and study the word of God with me. Open your Bible to Exodus 32. Exodus 32. The title of today's lesson is The Golden Calf. Exodus 32, and let's read. Exodus 32. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down, because your people, whom you brought up out of Egypt, have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation." But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. O Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, There is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, It is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces 
at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf they had made and burned it in the fire. Then he grounded it to powder, scattered it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. He said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Do not be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, Make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, Whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. Moses saw that the people were running wild, and that Aaron had let them get out of control, and so become a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man, strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about three thousand of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. The next day Moses said to the people, You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now, please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. All right, now, the last time we worked together, we saw how God called Bezalel to be the craftsman to make artistic designs. And we also learned that the Lord gave a command for Israel to observe his Sabbaths. Now, look back at Exodus 31, 13, and it says, But as for you, speak to the sons of Israel, saying, You shall, I'm sorry, you shall surely observe my Sabbaths, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. So the Lord made it clear in the last chapter of what he has set aside for Israel. Now, today we will look at the golden calf that Israel wanted to take the place of God. Now, we must remember that Moses has been up on the mountain for a while and the people are getting restless. As we begin this chapter, we see the people question the whereabouts of Moses and ask Aaron to make them a God. Notice verse one. Exodus 32 verse 1 now when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain the people assembled about Aaron and said to him come make us a God who will go before us as for this Moses the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt we do not know what has become of him 
Now, uh, there are a few things that were that happened in verse one. First of all, the people wonder about Moses. Verse one, when the people saw that Moses delayed. So the people are wondering what's going on with Moses. Number two, they surrounded Aaron. We see in verse one, the people assembled about Aaron. So we can look at this kind of like a little mob, like they were grumbling amongst themselves. And now they are circling Aaron, who was left in charge. Number three, they asked Aaron to make them a God. Verse one, make us a God. Now, of course, to you and I, that may be odd because the Lord has been with them this whole time. He has done these miracles before them, but getting still, they want something they can look at when they have already had proof and they've already seen the Lord. Number four, they question Moses's presence. Verse one, we do not know what has become of him. So because he has been up on the mountain for this time, the people are saying they don't know. You know, as far as we know, he could be dead. We haven't seen him in a while. Now, Aaron gives instructions for this odd request. Notice verse two. Aaron said to them, tear off the gold rings, which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. This has always amazed me that Aaron, the man who stood at Moses side during the events in Egypt, would give in to this people's request. Now, this goes to show how pure pressure can influence people even when they know it is wrong. Like I mentioned a little bit ago, Aaron firsthand knows all the things that are going on, yet instead he gives into this peer pressure. Now, the people listen to Aaron and he gives them and he gives them a God. Let's look at verses three and four. Then all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he took these from their hand and fashioned it into a graving tool and made it into a molten calf. And they said, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Okay, now the word molten, Hebrew 4541 means a libation. A libation is a drink that can be poured. So Aaron melted the gold that the people bought him so that it could be poured. Now, Aaron gives a proclamation. We see this in verses five and six. Now, when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it and Aaron made a, proclam uh, uh, a proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. So the next day they rose early and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. Now, Aaron and the people didn't say they wanted a new God. What they wanted was a God that they could see. Now, I would guess that this is a custom that they picked up in Egypt. What is puzzling is the people have already seen and heard God. Turn back to Exodus chapter 19. Let's look at this. Exodus chapter 19. Exodus chapter 19. Let's look at verses 18 through 20. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked violently. 
When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him with thunder. And the Lord came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Now let's look at Exodus chapter 20. Go over one verse and let's look at Exodus 20. Let's look at verses 18 through 21. Exodus 20, 18 through 21. And all the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen, but let not God speak to us lest we die. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid for God has come in order to test you and in order that the fear of him may remain with you so that you may not sin. Now, my point is, why do they need an image to look at when they have seen and heard the Lord? Like I said a little while ago, that has always puzzled me why they felt they needed this guy to look at. But as I mentioned, this could be a custom that they picked up in Egypt, because if you know anything about history in Egypt, they had all these different guys, all these different deities that they made out of things that they could look at. Now, the Lord's anger is about to burn. Let's look at verses seven to ten. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, go down at once for your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people and behold, they are an obstinate people. Now then, let me alone that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them and I will make of you a great nation. Now, there are a few things that we should point out. Number one, God calls them Moses people and not his people. I believe the Lord did this because he was was angry with them. OK, verse seven says, go down at once for your people. So the Lord has turned his back on them at this, at this particular moment and is addressing them and giving them to uh, Moses. Number two, they have already broken one of God's commandments. Number uh, number two, to be exact, turn back to Exodus 20 again. Exodus 20. Exodus 20 and. We want to look at verse four. You shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the water under the earth. So they have already broken one of the Lord's commandments and it hasn't been that long ago. Number three, the Lord says they are an obstinate people. The word obstinate Hebrew 7186 means hard, severe, stiff neck. This word has been used many times, but in chapter 32, verse nine, it is used in a feminine singular. Number four, God keeps his promises. Verse 10. Now, then let me alone that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them and I will make you of a great nation. Even though God says in verse 10, he may destroy them. He keeps his promise to them for being a great nation. Now, 
Moses steps in and asks the Lord to spare the people before uh, because he swore by himself. Let's look at verses 11 through 13. Then Moses entreated the Lord, his God, and said, O Lord, why does thou anger burn against thy people whom thou hast brought out from the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak, saying, with evil intent he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to destroy them from the face of the earth? Turn from thy burning anger and change thy mind about doing harm to thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants to whom thou didst swear by themselves and didst say to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and all this land of which I have spoken, I will give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. Now, of course, the Lord didn't need to be reminded of this, but this is Moses stepping in and begging to, for the Lord to spare his people to get to be honest what they deserve. Now, the Lord changes his mind. Look at verse 14. So the Lord changed his mind about the harm which he said he would do to his people. This was spoken of in the Psalms as well. Turn to Psalm 106. Psalm 106. And let's see what this is spoken of. Psalm 106 and 45. And he remembered his covenant for their sake and relented according to the greatness of his loving kindness. See, he remembered his covenant for their sake. And that's what the Lord and that's what the Lord does for us. The Lord changed his mind and said, I'm going to keep the covenant with this obstinate people. Now, Moses heads down and meets a concerned Joshua on the way. Back at Exodus 32, we're going to look at verses 15 through 18. Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand. Tablets which were written on both sides. They were written on one side and the other. And the tablets were God's work and the writing was God's writing engraved on the tablets. Now, when Joshua heard the sound of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, there is a sound of war in the camp. But he said, he be Moses, it is not the sound of the cry of triumph, nor is it the sound of the cry of defeat, but the sound of singing I hear. Next, we see Moses anger. This we will see in verses 19 through 35. Now, we'll go through these since it's a few verses I want to go over. We will look at these verses uh, at, and, uh, as we as we read them. 19 through 35 Moses anger and it came about as soon as Moses came near the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing and Moses anger burned and he threw the tablets from his hand and shattered them at the foot of the mountain. So Mo the Lord already told Moses what was going on. But I think when he saw it with his own eyes, his anger burned. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it with fire and ground it to powder and scattered it over the surface of the water and made the sons of Israel drink it. 
So they obviously they were near drinking water. Moses took this calf after he ground it down and threw it in the water and it, and, it, and more likely it lingered on and the people had to drink it because how else were they going to get water? Verse 21, then Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you that you have brought such great sin upon them? Now, Aaron was in charge and he addresses Aaron directly. What did these people do to you? Verse 22, Aaron said, do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know the people yourselves that they are prone to evil for they said to me make a God for us who will go before us for this Moses the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt we do not know what has become of him and I said to them whoever has any gold let them tear it off so they gave it to me and I threw it into the fire and came out this calf now. Aaron, in my opinion, has didn't take any responsibility at all. He's supposed to be the one in charge. Why is he telling Moses what the people made him do? He's supposed to be in charge and he's supposed to command the people and tell them that this is not something they're going to do. Now, verse 25. Now, when Moses saw that the people were out of control for Aaron had let them get out of control. That's right. To be a derision among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered together to him. Now, so now Moses is calling the people out and, and asking them who is with the Lord, because obviously all of you aren't. And he said to them, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, every man of you put his sword upon his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate in the camp and kill every man, his brother and every man, his friend and every man, his neighbor. So the Levites go out and they are going to cut off the people who are not with the Lord. 28. So the sons of Levi did as Moses instructed and about 3000 men of the people fell that day. Then Moses said, dedicate yourselves today to the Lord for every man has been against his son and against his brother in order that he may bestow a blessing upon you today. And it came about on the next day that Moses said to the people, you yourselves have committed a great sin. And now I am going to go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses is concerned that. The Lord may still be angry with the people, so he wants to make atonement for them. Verse 31, then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Alas, this people has committed a great sin and they have made a God of gold for themselves. So Moses is reporting back. Now, of course, the Lord already knows this, but Moses is reporting back. He continues. But now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, please blot me out from thy book, which thou hast written. So Moses goes as far as basically to say, Lord, you know, if you, uh, you know, bl block me out of your book for what these people have done, I'll, I'll take the responsibility. Verse 33, the Lord said to Moses, the Lord speaks, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. You hear that? The Lord, Moses, the Lord isn't putting it all on Moses. He said, whoever, had, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out. 34, but go now, lead the people where I told you. Behold, my angels shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sins. Who is the them? The them who the Lord is, is going to punish. Okay, he's not going to punish Moses for their sin. He's going to punish each person for their own sin. And we wrap it up with 35. Then the Lord smote the people because of what they did with the calf which Aaron had made. Every man and every woman is accountable for their own sin. And we see that right here. 
Okay, people, that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 32. That is all for now. God bless.